right, so this week we are discussing the fourth installment of uh, the Shrek franchise. This is a film that takes a different tone than the, the previous three films. Yes, yes. Uh, we find ourselves locked in a post-apocalyptic hellscape <laughs> for children. Uh, all of our favorite characters are changed in some way. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, it seems as if there's no way that things are going to go back to normal. Yes. Obviously, we have Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, Antonio Banderas reprising their roles. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a new villain. Uh, this movie explores similar themes, in my opinion, to the first two films. Yes. Uh, themes that the, the third film got away from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it flips the roles on their head again, yep. which is something that the first two films did. Yep. Um, it does these things really well. Um, so, you see, you're saying a lot of things about this movie. There's a lot of things to say about this movie. None of that stuff matters, Zach. Only one question matters, and that is, but is it good? Okay, let's let's figure that out today. All right. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. That's all I know. Yeah, that's that's all I know as well. <laughs> Welcome to episode 29. 29. On this holiday weekend. It is the 4th of July the 4th of as July. we are recording this. And can you think of anything more American <laughs> than a fourth Shrek movie? <laughs> So many Shreks. So many Shreks. I'll I'll admit, when our dear friend Grant asked us to do the Shrek series, I did not realize there were so many. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, we're not doing all of them. That's true. There's spinoffs that we're not doing, but uh, this is Shrek Forever After, mm-hmm. uh, previously promoted as Shrek Goes Forth and Shrek The Final Chapter. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so we can uh, we're gonna dive into that that film as we wrap up this series. Um, so obviously, tomorrow uh, on the fifth, and this episode comes out, and everyone, everyone's off work. We know you'll be spending your entire off day uh, listening to this episode on repeat. So thank you for that in advance. Thank you, all of you. Um, obviously, uh, cool. So uh, let's dive into this. a bit of news. Not a lot, Zach. If you will give me a bit of a theme song. It's time for the news. It's time for the news. Fourth of July edition news about movies and entertainment and movies and news. About news and movies and entertainment. It's Hunter Shindig. Yeah, that was great. Beautiful. Um. Okay, cool. I haven't been paying attention to a lot of stuff recently because I've been a little busy. Okay. Um, but I have a child, so it's. It, I mean, it's acceptable. Yeah, here's a, here's a couple of things. Uh, first, I got some scores to give you. Okay. Um, that uh, I think I got three of them here. I'm gonna add one more that I find interesting. Um, 
First one is, uh, have you heard of Chris Pratt's new film, The, the Tomorrow War? I've seen a picture, like a still for it. I haven't seen a preview. I don't know anything about it. So I know it exists. Yeah. Uh, it is sitting at rotten at 52%, but okay. an 81% audience score. Okay. Uh, my brother-in-law watched it. He told, him, told us about it. Seems interesting. Sure. Seems sort of like a, kind of like a studio-mandated sci-fi flick. Right. Whatever. Uh, so that's out these days. It's exciting to be talking about movies that have come out. That's you know, like a year. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to do that for like a year. Um, Fast 9. Yes. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. F9, the Fast Saga. Right. Uh, is sitting at barely fresh at 60%. Okay. Uh, the critic consensus is uh, it sends the franchise hurtling further over the top than ever. But Justin Lin's knack for preposterous set pieces keeps the action humming. Which is fine because that's yeah. that's where the that's franchise has been yep. doing. We will have to do this series one day. Mm-hmm. I've seen Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, and Tokyo Drift. I have not seen Which is like a four, spin-off. five, six, seven, eight, or nine. Uh, Tokyo Drift is like a. Sp- is that the third movie or is it a spinoff? I think it retroactively I, I became the third movie. Okay. Because they sort of folded those characters into the main timeline. I think. I could be wrong. Okay. I'm not sure. Because you haven't seen anything after that. I've only so seen So they could those, have all yeah. died. It could have been like. Um, well, no, I know for uh, a fact one guy Rogue dies. Rogue One. <laughs> one guy dies in Tokyo Drift. Okay. And he's in F9 somehow. So whatever. Oh, cool. Yeah. Perfect. Han. Have you seen any of them? Not a single okay. one. That'll be fun. Yeah. So one day when uh, we'll, we'll we'll do the fast the the fast saga as they've called it saga saga whatever tomato tomato the fast saga the fast saga how's Forever Purge doing? Uh, Forever Purge is forty five percent. Forty five. So funny little tangent here. Uh, this is Forever Purge. Me and Anna we just started dating seven years ago, which is wild. Isn't that crazy? Did y'all go see the purge no, together? Oh, no. okay. But I invited Is that her the over. First date? I invited her <laughs> over to my house, uh, and which you know where I, I used to live. I used to live in the basement, so I had no windows, mm-hmm. so it was always dark. So we could, you know, it was a great little theater room, kind of. Sure. You know, could be high noon, you can couldn't tell. Um, and we would like sometimes like one of us would just go to Redbox because that was still a thing back then. Remember that? Redbox still exists. It's still a thing. People don't use it. As much. Yeah, it's like Blockbuster. It was a big deal. Yeah, it was, it was huge like for a you, while. Could, you could go get like a Blu-ray for two bucks. Yeah. You just had to have it back within 24 hours, yeah. right? So I would go to, like, one of us would, would, would go to Redbox and rent a movie and we'd mm-hmm. watch it, hang out. So I invited her over for dinner and I had, it was like, I guess I'll do The Purge. It was the only one that was like, that I knew of. <laughs> we got like 30 minutes in and we were like, this is trash. I'm sorry. I hate those movies. Uh, They're terrible. Um, you gave it a shot. Uh, didn't like it. Anyway, um, the big one coming out this weekend, uh, which we are actually going to see on Friday, mm-hmm. is Black Widow is finally coming out. Right. It is certified fresh at 82%. Okay. Um, Great. Yeah, and we'll be doing... So we we don't know our next series or whatever what we're doing after this. Right. But we do know that next Monday's episode will be our Black Widow review. Yes. Exciting. It is exciting. We haven't... We haven't done a Marvel movie yet. We haven't. So actually, I, I, I wanted to mention that, which I can mention this again next week. Mm-hmm. Um, for any listeners out there, how would you want us to approach the MCU? 
Okay, because with Black Widow, it's what twenty three movies, something. So if we did this, if we did it as a series, that'd be literally six months. Right. That's too much. So I actually was thinking about this just the other day. We could do like I were doing the Iron Man movies, we're doing the Thor movies, doing the Captain America movies. You know what I mean? Right. As a little mini. Yeah. So. But then we, does it mess up the? So this is a bigger debate on like cr- chronology and like yeah. do things need to go in order? Yeah. Because some of the movies are released, I mean, a lot of the movies aren't released in chronological order. Yep. You know, like uh, Captain America happened, you know, in back the 40s. In, right. And Captain Marvel was in the 90s, but it was, it was after Infinity War. I right. Think. But there are still pieces of information that, like, like if we did the Captain America series and people didn't know, like, what an Infinity Stone was, and then we talked about the Tesseract. You know what I mean? Like it would Yeah. So definitely let us know like how would you want us to approach this? Yeah. We could do phases. Sure. We could do okay, we're doing the phase 1 movies. Phase right. 2 movies cuz they're starting with uh Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Incredible Hulk. Uh cuz they're starting I think phase 4 is starting now. Is that is that what we're in? So definitely let us know but our first Marvel movie will be coming out next Monday. It is Black Widow. Mhm. Um and then speaking of Marvel, here's a tiny bit of news. Uh, we actually have some tangible Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, no. No Way Home. Sorry. Spider-Man, the third one. Whatever the third one's called. Mm-hmm. No Way Home. Some tangible stuff about that. They have released via some p- promotional toys uh, two new Spider-Man suits. Okay. I don't know if you care about them or have seen them. One I of them. I haven't. One of them looks like a combination of his black and red suit from No Way Home. Okay. Uh, Combined with the Iron Spider suit, so you're just mashing them all together. It's black, red, and gold. Looks good. It's you know essentially just a new Iron Spider suit. Mm-hmm. Then we have a black and gold suit, which looks a lot like just a standard Spider-Man suit, but it's black with gold webbing. Mm-hmm. Which people are hypothesizing that that is to fight Electro. Oh. I don't know. They look cool. That's all I that's all I, I I know about that. Cool. Um, still no trailer, still nothing. So whatever. And then also, this is a little funny, a uh, little tidbit. The photo at the end of The Shining mm-hmm. turned 100 <coughs> today. Oh. Yep. The photo that shows Jack Nicholson, like in front of the That was of on the 4th? I didn't, I didn't party, realize that was on the 4th. It says July 4th, ni- July 4th ball, 1921. Oh. And it is 100 years old. I can hear the song playing in the background. So that's interesting. We'll definitely have to do um, the Kubrick films, some, some or at Kubrick? least The Shining. Yeah, um, maybe if we can wrap that up in a. What's his name? I can't think of his name. The guy who wrote the book. I'm. I know it. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna watch you. I can see his face. He wrote it, and Stand by Me, and mm-hmm. <laughs> Pet Cemetery. Right. Oh my God. Uh, Green Mile. I can't think of his name. Uh, I'm just have to Google it. I'm gonna cheat. <laughs> I really, I really can't think of his name. What could it be? Stephen King. Good God. <laughs> Whiskey, come here. Where is she? What is she doing? Whiskey. You're scratching. Okay, that's my shindig. Zach, you got any shindigs? I, well, 
no nothing that got messed up. Okay, but I'm gonna give you a theme song. Ready? Okay. This is Zach Shindig. He has some news, some personal news, but it's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I think Hunter wants me to to give some exciting news. It's a big deal, man. It's a big deal for other people. <laughs> <laughs> Not for you. I mean, I, it's it's an exciting change for me. <laughs> you know, so I've had long hair um, for five years or so. Yes, since like 2015 mm. uh, was the last time I got like a real haircut. Yeah. Well, I did it, y'all. Chopped it off. Chopped it off, and I think I look good. You look beautiful. Hannah, got that, got Han- that swoosh. Hannah's mom said, "You've got a great head of hair." You do have a great head of hair. When I when I was walking in, I was I'm like, "Thank you, hair, thank you, Terry." Yep, Zach chopped it off. Mm-hmm. You're an adult now. So now, uh, it doesn't take me 30 minutes to take a shower, yeah. and it doesn't take me like 45 minutes to dry my hair and and do something with it. It takes me five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> it's we have to retake our, our cover photo. <laughs> Yeah, for season two, right? There we go, yeah. So at some um, point, at some point, season one will end, and we'll take a little break, and then and then season two, we will have, we'll a, have a new photo. Have a new I'll photo. have short hair. Um, cool. That's your only shindig? Yeah. Cool. That's all I got. I don't think we have any whiskey shots. I haven't been paying attention because we made this new rule about taking a shot of whiskey every time we had a whiskey shot. Right. And I haven't had any since. Well, she is... She's... Living her best life on the fourth. Yeah, you know. Are you gonna make one up so we can take a shot of whiskey? She's. I mean, look <laughs> at her. <laughs> She's ready to watch uh, Joey Chestnut defend oh, yeah, his title Joey Chestnut, today. Eat some hot dogs. Joey Chestnut is. Who's your favorite athlete? <laughs> favorite athlete? Can you tell what I'm going to say? Like who I'm going to say mine is? Are you saying in all sports? Yeah, all sports. I don't think I have one. <laughs> you can't think of anyone that you think is like the most dominant. Like you. Well, like, that's not what you asked. You didn't say the most dominant. You said my favorite. <laughs> who, who, who's your favorite athlete? I'm a big for, uh, Freddie Freeman fan. Okay, I like Freddie. Yeah, he gets in some slumps. He does. He used to be uh, Pudge Rodriguez. Yeah, he's a catcher. He used to be that. Uh, I used to be a big, still am a big Calvin Johnson fan. Okay. Uh, you like Chipper? I liked Chipper fine. I was never a huge Chipper fan. Okay. Um. Smoltz. Oh, I love Most, John Smoltz. Mostly uh, baseball people, right? Yeah. Smoltz, Clavin, and Maddox were big. They were always great. Mm-hmm. I grew up with them. Well, not literally, but we were watching them. I've been trying to get out of baseball for a second. Um, basketball, I don't really... I mean, I, I know big names. I like Steph Curry a lot. Okay. Um, I'm I'm a new... Well, not new, but I've, I'm a big Trey Young fan now. Hawks. Okay. They got knocked out last night, but... For those of y'all who don't know, and then we can talk about the Hawks for just a little smidge. Yeah. But I think the reason that that Hunter is a big Trey Young fan is because when we played basketball, which isn't often, granted, ah. we used to go play pickup games and yep. stuff. Uh, Hunter lives by the three. I die by the three. He <laughs> <laughs> he he can lay it up, but uh, you can defend him pretty easily. I'm he very needs, streaky. He needs to get beyond the arc, and you just need to stop defending him. Otherwise, you know. <laughs> And I'll make about six in a row, then I won't right. make any for the rest of the game. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, the Hawks. Yes. Um, the Hawks got knocked out yesterday. But you know what, man? Great season. Who would have thought that the 14-20 and 20 Hawks, at, the, at that point in the season, yeah. would still be playing in July? Yep. You Not know? me. Not me. Not me. And 
you know, God bless him. He did his best, but Trey Young was obviously not 100%. And right. He's still hurt. He didn't have any lift. He was uh, something like. He, he was shooting like 20% last night. Yeah. It was he a real he rough ended the game night. with like 11 points. Yeah. Rough night. Um, but, you know, great year. They're all under like the age of like 23 or something ridiculous, too. Right. So it's exciting. It's exciting. But. You know, hey, good for good for them. I would if anybody views that as a failure, then they're just misinformed. Right. I mean, there's a lot of haters online. Haters are gonna hate though. Comparing him to Luca, but then you've got all these people. You know, the Mavs haven't gotten Pat's first round. Right. Okay. So that's one thing. So okay. on a, in a head to head, yeah, you have that. But then a second thing that I want to highlight is that you have all this praise coming for Cam Reddish. Uh, Nate McMillan said that he has glimmers of. Paul George. He was on fire last night. He he played very well last night, yeah. and he looked like he could be a player who continually performs at the highest level yeah. on the world's biggest stage. I mean, everyone was watching the game. Maybe not everybody. Yeah. But anyone who was watching NBA basketball last night was oh, watching yeah. Cam Reddish hit six threes. Yeah. You know, um, and he was a part of that trade. He could be the number two in yep. Atlanta. Yep. You know, he's not he's not the number two right now. Yeah, but uh, and then we have questions with John Collins, who is asking for a max extension. He's got some streaks, but he consistency I don't, man. I don't think he's a max player personally. Um, I think he'll get a max contract. I just don't know if the Hawks will give it to him. That's a shame. Uh, I mean, maybe not. I think he fits well in the scheme. Sure, but I also only watched like a fourth of the season, so right. I can't really. It's a nice sure. segue. Fourth. Yeah. Today is the fourth. Today's the fourth. <laughs> Happy holiday. <laughs> Anyway, cool. Uh, will your theme song is out of whiskey shots, please? Whiskey shots. Yeah. Was that the? Was that a whole whiskey shot? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> Maybe whiskey shot <laughs> does whatever a whiskey cat does. Meow, 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 meow. All right. You know what time it is? Oh, you know what's funny? I almost texted you this morning. So, both me and Zach were up really late last night, mm-hmm. and we watched Shrek the Fourth this morning. And I almost texted you because you texted me at 1 a.m. I woke up at 3. I was up till 5. Change of poop? To, well, I had to feed him. I oh. was bottle feeding him last night. And I saw your text saying that you got a home late. Yeah. You might not be able to get up at 8 o'clock to watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I almost texted you at 8 a.m. saying, <laughs> no one's going to get this. I almost said, you know where you are? You're far, far away, baby. <laughs> Wake up. It's time to Shrek. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that is... Guns N' Roses, welcome to the jungle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, this morning we watched Shrek the Fourth, so it's both fresh in our minds, and it is time for. We actually watched Shrek Forever After. It used to be called Shrek the Fourth. It was called Shrek Goes Forth. Oh my God! Too many Shreks. <clears throat> or Shrek Movie the Final in Chapter. In a minute, yeah, yeah. You know what though? <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? They missed an opportunity because. Shrek forever after they could have spelled it F O U R. Like actually said it, spelled it out. No. Forever. Anyway, can I sing the song now? Yeah, you can sing okay. the song. Okay, movie now. in a minute. One yeah. minute. Movie in a minute. Sixty yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. If you wanna learn about a movie. One sixty. But of you an hour. only <laughs> only have sixty seconds. Guess what? We know what? what to do. Really. You listen to movie in a minute. Yeah, whiskey stop. This is my moment, Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Zach. It's all, it's all you. <clears throat> Are you going to give me a timer? Movie in a minute. Shrek Forever After. Mm-hmm. Let me get a timer up. And you have three, two, one. 
Go. Okay, so we come back to the classic fairy tale, Princess in the Tower. Uh, the king and queen... Can we stop? <laughs> You're distracting me. Whiskey, sorry. Hunter's getting up. I know He's whiskey, throwing microphones. I know, I know Whiskey technically hosts this podcast and is the boss. <laughs> She's being very distracting. Uh, whiskey, come up here. That's going to go on next week's, next week's <laughs> Whiskey Shots. Whiskey. <laughs> Right. Look what you've done, Whiskey. Let's try this again. You broke me. I snapped. <laughs> I'm like trying to concentrate. <laughs> and Hunter's just like up. <laughs> up and moving. Knocking okay. stuff over. Here we go. All right. And three, two, one, go. So we open with the, the same fairy tale. You know, Princess in the Tower, True Love's First Kiss. The king and queen uh, are about to sign a deal with Rumpelstiltskin to uh, free her. Or no, to make all their problems go away, right? But right before they sign, <clears throat> someone busts through the door and says she's been saved. Who saved her? Ah, it's Shrek. So we go back to present day. Shrek is like really weary of like being a dad and like all this crap. He's not Nogar anymore, you know. So he gets in a little fight with his wife and he runs away. And Rumpelstiltskin finds him and he's like, "You want to be uh, an ogre again? I'll give you one day of ogre. Uh, you have to uh, give me a day." So he signs it. And we get in this post-apocalyptic hellscape. It's just like crazy. <laughs> All this stuff, warrior princess stuff. Uh, Shrek has fun for a little bit, but then he realizes he has to save Fiona. And he also realizes that he's uh, going to disappear if he doesn't get True Love's first kiss. So he like falls in love with her again. They kiss. Rumpelstiltskin loses. Boom. Perfect. I think I focused on the <laughs> first half of the movie. <laughs> a, little, a little heavy. It's fine. Um, We're cool. uh, undefeated. Undefeated, still perfect. Our streak is longer than our uh, 2013 beer pong streak. Right. Uh, cool. I um, didn't take any notes because it's, we just watched it and I got tired of taking notes. Yeah, it's fine. But let's run through this real quick. Who uh, directed this movie? Mike Mitchell, produced oh, cool. by Gina Shea and Teresa Cheng. Who wrote this film, Zach? It was written by Josh Klausner and Darren Lemke. It's yep. based on the same Shrek yep. with an exclamation point. <laughs> Shrek! By William Stieg. Stieg. Uh, music by ha- Harry Gregson Williams, edited by Nick Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was released on April 21st, 2010. That was the it Tribeca was featured film. at yep. the Tribeca Film Festival. And then released worldwide a month later, May 21st, 2010. Tw- 11 years ago. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Um. This movie came out. We were in high school. <laughs> we were in high school. We were a uh, we it's we were crazy finishing. To think about. We were finishing our junior year in high school. That the last Shrek movie came out while we were still in high school. Uh, Ninety three minutes yep. runtime. They're all like right at an hour and yep. a half. Still they, made a buttload of money. Mm-hmm. Seven hundred fifty two million dollars on a budget of one fifty one one fifty ish. Let's say that. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Cool. All right. First thoughts. This movie caught me by surprise. Yeah. Uh, I mean, last week we talked about, you know, one and two were enough, uh, and then they made three, and three sucked. So Terrible. why would they make a fourth, they right? Like I'm glad they made a fourth movie. They made it because of money. I'm glad they made a yeah. fourth movie, because it 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 comes back to uh, a formula that I think works. But it's not formulaic. Like, it, it, this story is unique, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's 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 this movie was well put together. Uh, Rumpelstiltskin is a little weird looking, but I think, you know, Rumpelstiltskin's a little weird looking. Yeah, like he's the, supposed to be, I guess. Yeah. Um, but he was a good villain. He's not the best villain mm-hmm. uh, in the in the series. Who is? Fred Godmother, you think? Or uh, Farquaad? Well, Farquaad is classic. Yeah. Fairy Godmother <clears throat> was a good villain. Yeah. So, like, 
Which one do you choose? Probably yeah. Farquad. I hated Farquad. Yeah, he was the worst. You um, hated you hated the fairy godmother. You said yeah, you she despised was, that character. I couldn't stand her. Yeah, she's absolutely worst. And she's doing a good job. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think this movie was much more enjoyable for me than than the third film. Uh, I noticed it wasn't nearly as funny, and it didn't try to be. This movie had a dark tone, yeah, which I loved. I really was like, <laughs> I'm glad there's not all these stupid one-liner jokes just mm-hmm. kind of thrown in there. Right. The story was different. It was in the vein of Shrek, but it wasn't like, oh, look, here's the same thing again. You remember? Because I right. think in Shrek 3, there was one line where I said, that's like almost an exact framing dialogue costume copy from a scene in the second film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, well, they did. They had some callbacks. Like, yes, of like, course. Like uh, when they're, the, the, ch- the children are burping and, and Fiona walks by and goes, better out than in. Yeah, yeah. That's my line, you know. Yeah. Little, little callbacks like that. Let's get... Um, Sorry. Should we just open the closet maybe, and let her go in it? Maybe. You can do that fast. Yeah, can talk. Talking. Um, I would say this movie to me, it it just flowed better. The stakes felt felt higher. That was really loud. <laughs> the stakes felt higher. And it 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 almost mm-hmm. like I think it brings up an interesting question where mm-hmm. the first film is Shrek learning that he doesn't have to be this monster ogre person, right? Sure. Uh, the second film, um, I can't remember, is what, that's when he's, that's, I'm getting the mix up. That's when they're learning, like, their, their relationship okay. with each other. Yes. And, like, uh, uh, her dad doesn't really like him. Yeah, yeah. Um, which and he turns into a frog at the end. Still in sort of the same vein of, like, you know, kind of, he doesn't need to be a human to be, you know, he can, mm-hmm. he can find that balance of, like, being an ogre but not being, you know, he can still be a good, that makes sense? Sure. And I think it's interesting because in this movie, notice how I skipped the third one. In this movie, there's an interesting struggle in his mind where he's like romanticized his past. Sure. You know, where like he's like, oh, that was easier when I was alone and everyone hated me and I was a, a scary monster. I've I've thought that. Yeah. 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 Like it's really <laughs> I easy. I used to be a scary monster. It's really easy. In high school. To look back and like you see your past through rose colored glasses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like a, the movie version of it, that's always fun and exciting and pretty and right. When in reality, it's like no, nah, things were not you know they were hard you know that kind of stuff. So it's it's. I also think I think it's interesting to 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 show that sometimes while you've made growth, it's not uncommon to be like, am I on the right? Like, am I doing this right? Is sure. things going right? Is this the way to do it? You know, like it shows vulnerability. And he's in that spot at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. The cake is not menacing. Uh, the little butter butt guy, whatever his name was. <laughs> Do the roar. Do the roar. Do the roar. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Do the roar. <laughs> and then like... I love you, Daddy. Yeah, he's like, Daddy, do something. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting away, Daddy. <laughs> um, but I think that's a really cool take. I think it's interesting. There's some more good dialogue from Fiona where she finally like bluntly says, I saved myself mm-hmm. in this. Like I didn't wait for... Some fairy tale, um, and I think it's a cool balance of saying like, "Yeah, fairy tales are fairy tales," but also like that magic can be real. Sure, you know, Shrek's like, "No, that it's it can be real." Sure. Um, so, uh, not just because that something sense? that I really like about this film is that uh, again, it turns these roles on their head. Mm-hmm. So, in the first film, 
uh, Fiona is this princess who believes that true love's first kiss will solve all of her problems. Yep. Uh, and Shrek is this like ogre warrior, you know, who comes yep. and like saves the day. In this film, Shrek is like this not warrior, like he's like this uh, uh, soft. But I don't know. I don't know what. I was gonna to say <laughs> soft because that, that's that that that's how he he describes puss. Yeah, he's gone soft. Yeah, so he's gone soft. And he believes that true love's first kiss is going to solve all of his problems. Yep. And Fiona is this badass yep. warrior princess leading a rebellion of ogres. Um, and I gotta say, the I like the ending of this movie because mm-hmm. I, I feel like you have to end a, a children's movie that way. Yeah. But if it didn't go well and <laughs> we we continued in the post-apocalyptic yeah. ogre rebellion. I'd be okay with that too. Yeah, because like I thought that was cool. It's a cool, um, it's a cool little atmosphere. Um, no, I think Fiona's badass in this movie. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's really cool to see her in a different light uh, because we know that she can. She's done the kung fu stuff, you know, like sure. through the first films. But she's like she's the leader of this one, right? Um, but I think it's just it's just really well done. I think uh, Stiltskin um, is is intriguing enough mm-hmm. and he's interesting enough um i i do think there's some parts you know like i think that's cl- done well in a funny way where he's like he tricks shrek and he's like oh help me help me somebody save me Grandma, right. granny is that you <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's humorous uh and he's almost likable in a way but it's also just kind of sucks he's rumpelstiltskin yeah you know. um yeah i mean i i think uh overall i, I think it was a good a good take. Shall we dive in? Sure. Or do you have something to say? <clears throat> I thought we were dive. We were no, diving. yeah, but I mean, like we could. We were dove in. Uh, I'm sorry. We had di- divin. I ran out of things to say, and I didn't want it to be awkward. We dove, but I made it awkward. Um, can we talk about the? Do we want to start? Where do we want to begin? Um, I don't care. I mean, we can just kind of set it up in the sense. So yeah, so Shrek is. So hold on. First off, I I, I gotta be honest with you. I will start off at first. <laughs> Okay. When he has that good day with Donkey and everybody and the kids and Fiona and everyone's fun and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then uh, Fiona's like, you know, I wish every day could be just like this. Knowing that we had seen Rumpelstiltskin in the prologue, if you will, do mm-hmm. magic. So I had that in my head. Hey, whiskey. Um, Did you think that she had signed a contract and I thought it was, it was just a time going to be loop. the same thing over I straight and over up thought again. it was a time loop. Man. Um, Missed opportunity. Which would have been interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, but I kept noticing like slight differences. So I was like, no, it can't be a time loop. Right. Um, but I was like, that would be a really interesting... Like a Shrek Groundhog Day? Yeah, like he was stuck in that day. Um, but in some ways, he he, he kind of was. That would be know. the fifth movie. <laughs> there is a fifth movie, apparently. In the works? Supposedly, it's been in the works. For, we'll get that at the end of this. Okay, of the, interesting. Of, of, of the episode. Yeah, so he goes to the his kids' birthday parties, and he just um, kind of snaps for a second. You right. know, all these things are going on. The kids do the roar, do the roar, do the roar. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was uh, that character was voiced by the director. Really, Mike Mitchell. It sounded like Beavis or Butthead. One of the two. Do the roar. Yeah, <laughs> do the roar. Um, but. So eventually he just kind of snaps and he storms out and Fiona's, you know, how dare you? What are you doing? You're well, he, he g- 
gives his ogre yell. Yeah. And they all think that he's doing he's it doing for it show. For fun. <clears throat> he smashes and then the cake. he smashes <laughs> the cake. Which uh, I want to point out that a common tradition for a first birthday is a smash cake. Yeah. So what's the issue here? Maybe they they decided maybe he, he was being that? extremely festive. That they're very everyone true. got mad at him for no reason. Yep. He went off and signed that contract for no reason yep. because he, all he was doing was smashing the cake. Smashing the cake because that's what you do on, smash a, on, cake. A, on a first birthday. Um, but he swims outside and he and Fiona get in a fight. Meanwhile, Rebel Stiltskin, who almost inherited in, inherited inherited the uh, kingdom of Far Far Away mm-hmm. in the beginning, is now essentially homeless. He's Scrounging through, scrounging through some trash. rubble yeah. with his uh, weird companion goose. Yeah, I don't know a lot of the like fairy tale version of Stiltskin. Me neither. Do you know what the goose is for? No. Okay. Fifi, whatever his name is. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but he overhears the fight, and then uh, he tricks Shrek into signing over one day mm-hmm. uh, to be a real ogre again in exchange for a day when he was a baby, and Stiltskin takes the day he was born. So he will fade from existence in one day, right? Right. Yeah. He's got 24 hours. So he, like, teleports. Yeah, well, let's like go to the alternate universe. Wormhole thing. Can I Can I just say the alternate universe, at the beginning it's all rosy, and he's, yeah. he's you know, scaring people, and, you know, he's having a good time. When he gets in that dead field of tree it's it's the swamp right yeah, yeah we don't we don't realize it's swamp but uh, and then he runs to his where his house should be mm-hmm. i was getting big um i was getting big uh justice league vibes <laughs> oh like the nightmare yeah the nightmares like sequences? i feel like this movie is what <laughs> inspired Zack snyder justice league 2 would be, right? Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> this alternate timeline where things have gone bad. Right. And they have funny. to we, they have to undo it somehow. That's funny. Uh <laughs> I love I it. I couldn't stop thinking about that's it. That's funny. <laughs> I was ready for dude, I was prepared to be like, is he gonna find like a skeleton or something in there? Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, yeah. this is gonna go. But then I realized dark. this is a kid's movie. Yeah. I thought he was going to find a uh, uh, a dead Fiona in the tower too. Yes. I really I was like, she's gonna be like a skeleton or something laying there on the bed. Um, Which would be wild. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so things, you know, are to go from he's like, I'm loving this being scary to... He sees the, oh, the shit, Fiona... Wanted posters. Yeah. Which, looking back, you know, I thought, you know, he saw that and was like, oh, it's nice to be wanted again. Mm-hmm. There's a chance that that wasn't actually a, even for him. Right. Because there's... they they We find out later, later, later that they go on ogre hunts. All the ogres. Yeah. Which... I liked the fact that the ogres like rose up together yeah. and like had their own little you know rebellion thing going on. John Hamm was right. Broke on. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig however, Robinson was 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 his name Cookie. Yeah, with the with his with the, uh, tamale truck. Yeah, yeah, is it tamales? I think it's. No, it wasn't tamales. Was it enchiladas? Might have been enchiladas. Okay. Anyway, yeah. It was it was a, a Mexican cuisine of some yes. kind, but. Where are all these ogres in the previous movies? True, that's true. Where are they? Are they? Do they live underground? Shrek. It does seem that he is seen as like a rare find, if you will. Right. Um. Excuse me. I just had Waffle House, so I'm really lethargic. <laughs> it happens. Um. 
but yeah, I I thought the whole ogre um, sequence, like the whole hidden society, was really cool. Mm-hmm. Well done. Um, I liked, you know, the. I apologize. I just hit my mic with something. It might right. be loud. The interesting dichotomy of like Stiltskin's castle, where it's like this barren, you know, graveyard town. Everyone is like super violent. Like Genji is like a, <laughs> a gladiator. gladiator. <laughs> like uh, uh. all this crazy stuff, and then you walk in, and like his castle is like a, just a rave, mm-hmm. just like a big rave of witches. Yeah. Um, I liked the witch rave. Yeah, uh, I think it's it kind of speaks to like he's just this, everything needs to be about him and all this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it's well done. You know, we see he 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 finds donkey. Like I don't know. Donkey's I think all ratty. And- I think the fact that they almost gave every character besides Shrek, if you will, like a reset button in this movie mm-hmm. made it interesting again. Sure. You know because we had gotten donkey for three movies. Yeah, the same donkey. Donkey can get annoying. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Puss is fine. Like, he's good. And I like him in the second one better. But we get the fat Puss. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> no. Yes. We will leave it in. <laughs> we get the fat Puss. Puss and Boots, the cat. <laughs> he's fat. <laughs> Soft. Can we get the soft puss? There we go. That's even better. The soft puss. The the soft fat. Oh my god. Puss. <laughs> anyway, but we get a different version of of puss and boots. Uh, obviously, Fiona's dressed really different. Uh, but right. even like you know, Gingy and Pin- and Pinocchio and Three Little Pigs. Wolf and Wolfie. Wolf. They're they're all like What's in name? different. Wolfie? I think it's Wolfie. They're all like in different roles. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. The gingerbread man is like, uh, no, no, no. The uh, the uh, muffin man is like, <laughs> he's like the, he's like the fight. I'm not sure what the name is, but the the arena master, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he's I like don't know. Putting the fights on for Gingy. Um, and it just, I think it, it creates a more interesting take because we'd seen these characters three times already, you know. Right. All right, take this from me because I'm gonna keep saying stuff I shouldn't. <laughs> the fat, soft puss. Um. Well, hold on. Here's, just, here's whiskey. Yeah, whiskey has something to say for sure. Profound. It's interesting how these characters uh, are portrayed as fitting in in a post-apocalyptic. Like, Ginger becomes a warrior. Yeah, they're they're sort of the like outcasts in their timeline. Meanwhile, uh, Puss in Boots, who is a warrior, like he's like a like a. Zoro yeah, yeah. type character. What is there a name for that? I was gonna say fencing, but that's just the style of fighting with the rapier swords or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, becomes soft. Yeah. And fluffy. But I mean, that's that's also reflected in Shrek, where Shrek becomes the one that needs to be saved essentially, and Fiona's the. He becomes soft and fluffy and as well. Fiona's the the warrior. I don't know. I just think it's. I think it's an interesting story. I think it has a good. Themes on like valuing what you have now, sure. You know, um, you can always find something else to want, right? You know, and you can get in this place where you, you want it just because it's different, not because it's better. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's powerful. So, Rumpelstiltskin has a reputation, yes, as giving bad deals. Yeah, right. Um, 
Why wouldn't Shrek know that, that already? Hmm? Why wouldn't Shrek know that already? Well, Shrek might not know, but shouldn't the king and queen know? Uh, and shouldn't they, like, read the fine... Pr- I guess I don't read the fine print. Like, well, hold on. <laughs> when I said They... He told them... Yeah. ...that he was going to take their kingdom. Sure, but 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 what they were getting... So in Shrek's case, what he was taking was the, sh- the shady part, right? He took one day, and it was the day that Shrek was born. Yeah. In in the king and queen's instance, what he gave them was the shady part. What he gave them was that all their problems were go- going to go away because they would cease to exist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Gotcha. But shouldn't they have known? So it's one of those things where it's like, I'll do this, but I won't tell you how I do it. Yeah. So if you say, make sure that that sandwich doesn't get eaten. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, okay, I'll make sure it doesn't eat him, but I'm going to throw it in the trash. That's exactly what Rumpelstiltskin's doing. Exactly. I'm not going to tell you how I'm going to save it, right? but it's not going to get eaten. Saving sandwiches. Literally, that is the, the best metaphor of my entire life. I'm impressed. Perfection. I'm, I'm, extremely, <laughs> I'm extremely impressed. I was going to say it's more so like um, the old fable of the man who goes down to the crossroads. Sells his soul to the devil. You mean Robert Johnson? Yeah. That's a real person? Sure. Okay. But it's like, did he actually go to the crossroads and sell his soul to the devil? Well, or it, de- devil. Devil? Do you or know is the story it, of his life? Do you know his, li- his story? <coughs> yeah. So you're telling me that he met the devil. <laughs> and At a crossroads? At a crossroads in, and signed a in contract. In Midwest USA. In, in the Midwest. <laughs> the devil was in the Midwest and he signed his soul away. So he can be really obviously, this is a a tale. It's a it's, yes. a it's a it's a fable. Yes. Well, yes, his life was mysterious. Is the thing. Sure. They say that he went away for like a month and came back and was all of a sudden this blues guitar virtuoso, right. and then died randomly, like five years later, and no one knows how he died, where he died, who killed him, whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't know where he was. So is that? But yes, that's what you're saying. You you give something <laughs> valuable. Sure. For the, what you think you want. Right. And it might not it might not turn out well. Yeah. Um, That's a better example than mine was. No, the sandwich example was better <laughs> because the sandwich is fict- fictitious, whereas my example, you were like, well, but Robert Johnson was a real person. That's true. Who really sold his soul to the <laughs> no, re- we don't know real that. devil. We don't know that. There are pictures. Uh, yeah, there's an audience there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I think that's a powerful... Um, kind of message. I have a question. Okay. This is not just about Shrek. This is about there's a lot of movies that I feel like touch on this. Um, which, based on what my brother-in-law told me, that the, the Tomorrow World is kind of in this realm. I think of the Justice League example. Mm-hmm. I think of uh, maybe some parts of Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Okay. So, like, in the alternate universe, right? Sure. These ogres and Fiona and stuff, they've been living their lives. Fiona didn't uh, get saved. She's created this life for herself as this warrior and this leader, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. She's got a fat puss. She's got a fat puss. (laughs) She's a fat cat. Yeah. 
then comes along this guy, Shrek, who's like, hey, I'm from a different universe. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to fix my universe that created your universe. Right? Sure. Yeah. So what happens to those people? Yeah. Like, they all vanish, and it's like a happy thing, but, like, they're all dying, sort yeah. of. Are they? But, but are they dying? You know what I mean? And, like, I'm thinking of, like... They, well, so at, at one point... In other movies, I have that question as well. But in this movie, he says, well, that's the great thing. This is a magical contract, so she's not going to know. Your family's not going to yes, know any yes. of this happened. And we get back to the like real time, and like mm-hmm. it's at the party, and Fiona, in, in their world, Shrek never left, right? Right. But I have this question, like I think about it in Justice League, where it's like, okay, say, you know, Batman and Cyborg and Flash succeed, because they, they end up succeeding, obviously. Mm-hmm. They go back in time and they stop Darkseid from killing Lois. Superman doesn't go bad. Do they just vanish? You know, like when when in the Nightmare timeline when Batman sends Barry back in time. Mm-hmm. Whiskey? <laughs> we're we're going to have like three shots next week because she's doing <laughs> a lot of things today. Um, when he sends him back in time and he's successful, wouldn't they just disappear? Potentially, maybe there's there's uh, uh, like a fractured timeline like Zelda. Maybe, yeah. And maybe they'll all come back together at some point in the Breath of the Wild. Or like with the with with Loki. Oh, that's one of my things in my shenanigans. I didn't say I've been watching Loki. It's very good. Loki's yeah. very good. Cool. But here's the thing: like the Loki in Loki is the Loki that grabbed the Tesseract in Endgame and disappeared, right? Okay. So like. I, I don't, don't get this one because well I haven't no, seen Loki. No, I'm just saying like there are timelines that get erased. Are there f- multiple Lokis now fix or something? Oh, yeah, there's tons. Um, <laughs> but when they fix a timeline, mm-hmm. a branch timeline, what ha- like do they die? Do they reassimilate into like their consciousness? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It's so... That's always bugged me. Okay. Because it's not like... It's not like I... I am trapped in an alternate universe. I am. But within that universe, this is not, this is their universe. This what is if we're in the alternate universe? Oh, like, no. what if this isn't the main timeline right now? And what if... This is the Matrix? At some point, I, like, eat the right donut or something. And that, you fix it. That fixes it. Because what it happens a Boston to us? cream. And I love Boston cream. Because in one timeline you had jelly and not Boston cream, right? And then in this one, butterfly effect. There you go. I'm, but I mean, like, really, like, what would ha- would 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 we know that we would, would we just what happens? I think we would <laughs> we would jump over to another universe where all donuts are Boston cream. <laughs> I just always found it fascinating because it's like. It seems like in these kind of stories, whenever the hero of the movie, right, Shrek, mm-hmm. is in the alternate timeline, they always somehow get somebody in that timeline to help them fix their timeline. But it's like, yo, this destroys your timeline. Yeah. You're helping him kill you. Thank you for kissing and me. Now you're going to die. And everybody else in your universe. It's also kind of tragic because I'm telling you, the ogres like creating the rebellion and like princess. It's, it's warrior, a good timeline. Warrior princess Fiona yeah. is, is is badass. It's just. So maybe that's they both why it's continue. So, yeah, it's so fascinating. They don't continue because yeah, everything blew it up. It just like they they fade into magic. <laughs> or a bunch of or bats whatever. or whatever. So, but in this particular example, maybe like what you're saying, it's okay because maybe they were just magic anyway. Maybe I it don't know. It wasn't actually, but it but it, it seemed as if 
it went like when he signed that contract. Time went back to the day that he should have been born, and then Rumpelstiltskin was able to do his stuff for like years. Years, yeah. To to get to that point, so right? he had lived. Let's so, say he's let's say he's forty. Forty years. Okay. Without in a world without Shrek. Right. Now that Shrek undid it all, does Rumpelstiltskin have those memories of those forty years that he was on top? Yeah. What happened to him? Well, he would go back to scrounging through the dirt and stuff. I would think. Yeah, but hold on. Making so, itinies or whatever so they're called. They said they were carried away, saying, "I guess tonight we're eating curly toad freak, whatever." Remember? Mm-hmm. So let's say in theory the the, the ogres eat him, which which they don't. They don't actually because he's right there when they she kisses him, right? Yep. I'm, but okay, but hang with me. They should have eaten him. Hang with me. If they kill Rumpelstiltskin in that alternate timeline. Okay. And then Shrek gets kissed by Fiona, and it goes back. Is he still alive in the in the correct timeline? Well, let's go back to the because he jumped timelines too. Let's go back to the DC example where we have the nightmare where multiple people are dead, but in the main timeline they are not dead because they haven't died yet. Because they haven't died yet. Let's go to the Marvel example where half the world is wiped out. They are dead. Yes. Vision is gone. Vision stays gone, but they undo it. And everyone comes back. Am I tiring you? This is making my head hurt. (laughs) It's just always bugged me. This is not about Mm -hmm. Shrek. I'm sorry I'm going on this big tangent, but it's always bothered me. I mean, I get it. It You know what I'm saying? It's hard to wrap your mind around. Because Shrek will have these memories. Sure. And he'll know for the rest of his life in his his timeline, I went to a different universe, and you were a warrior princess, and you saved me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, donkey, dragon ate you. Yeah, like dragon tried <laughs> to kill you. Like, I don't know. Anyway, you have any more thoughts on Shrek? Do we want to talk about the Pied Piper? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't really care for him. <laughs> you didn't like the Pied Piper? I mean, it was like, I thought it was interesting. I was, I would have rather him, like, the dancing part got me. Yeah, the dancing was a little jarring. Where, like, I would rather him have used the music in a more... I know it's a children's movie, but a more sinister way. Mm-hmm. When in reality, all he does was just control Make them. Make them all stab themselves in and, the heart. Well, no, but like he could tr- use them to trick somebody into being captured. You know what I'm saying? Like he just made them dance and sink, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was. Create a Congo lion to go to the castle. It was funny, but it's like. So you didn't think he was a good bounty hunter? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, I just wanted to mention the Pied Piper. Did you? No, no. <laughs> I thought it was uh, a little ridiculous. I just think that felt like another way to get another fairy tale character thrown in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I did think it was funny that he had this um, pipe, wh- wh- the flute or whatever, flute, was, whatever, whatever instrument. Yeah. And it had like it's a flute because Donkey says whenever someone's, whenever, whenever someone's, whenever someone's tooties that fluty, I gotta shake my booty. Oh yes, <laughs> I forgot that crucial whenever, line. Whenever someone tooties the fluty, <laughs> I gotta shake my booty. I forgot that crucial line from the film. <laughs> um, it had like five settings on it. So it, it seems like he's able to control like anybody he wants, but really it's just like witches and ogres and... Socks. Socks. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely socks. So what the... So he's what? got witches, <laughs> ogres, maybe one more thing. I saw a unicorn. Okay. So unicorn. And then, and then socks. socks. Perfect. Yeah. That's... It just seems like that was just like, okay, you know, just somebody to 
Which I guess, well, and rats, because he came in on rats. Mm-hmm. Remember? All right, we're going to do something new this week. Oh, gosh, what is it? Best part of the film for you. It could be just like an aspect of the film. It can be a scene. What's your favorite favorite thing? Um, I have two scenes that popped in mind. One is cheesy, and one is like, ah, oh, guys, this is cool. Okay. The cool one was the final battle. I thought was was really good when they did the Trojan horse into the yeah disco in, ball. In, in the the fancy ball yeah. whatever. But I also really really liked the scene between Shrek and Fiona when they were sparring. That was a good scene. I thought that was really touching. Okay, that was nice. For me, it was uh, butter pants. <laughs> I just thought, I don't know why it got me. But that's the, that's the, the do the roar guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the roar, do the roar, do the roar. Uh, it it got me. I thought it was really funny. That felt most the most like Shrek one to me. Worst part of the movie or worst aspect of the movie? I think the dancing. I think the pie piper. Yeah, for me, it's the pie piper. It was just weird. Just didn't need it. Stupid. Wasn't needed. Okay. Um, if you could do one thing to improve this film. Go. Well, I take him out. Okay. The 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 Pied Piper. I take him out. Um. I had something else. I forgot it. But you said one thing. Would you keep the two timelines? Would you somehow like let him go back to his timeline, but also let the rebellion yes. stay? Yes. In some way. Yes. And then make four more movies of just like. What blo- do what do bloody that? Shrek warfare? What do that part? But it, like. A resignation in that timeline of saying, like, he can go back to his timeline, but also Fiona can be like, I'm happy that in one timeline I was saved by you, but mm-hmm. also, like, I don't need no man here. Yeah. It you wouldn't, know? that also wouldn't make sense, technically, but it'd be cool. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> Do you change one thing, or is, is that it? It would be something like that. Yeah. I, I liked that timeline. I think the, the rebellion should continue, you know? Ogre's got to rise up. Um. Okay, cool. So, Couple things as well. First off, do you have anything else to say about Shrek Forever After? No. Happy surprise. Hmm. Happy surprise. Yes. This 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 movie was good. Cool. Um. To answer our question. Interesting scores: a fifty-eight percent by the critics. Okay. And a fifty-four percent by the audience. So let's see here. Here's 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 some here's some critics. Ready? Yep. Uh. Oh, that's that's a bit mean. This says the rot set in with the third film, and I think now with the fourth, it is decomposed and gone to the black sludge you get at the bottom of the bin. That's a little harsh to me. <laughs> Deborah, chill. I know <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, I admit my gentle feel-good buzz on leaving cinema was rather premised on the assumption that the Shrek pipeline is now empty, <laughs> but is an enjoyable move film nonetheless and a nice flavor of the series. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this one says it might be better than Shrek the Third, but it won't be better than the first two. That's yeah, I think that's spot on. Yeah. So I think I know this, but let's let's as we do with every series. Can you please rank the Shrek films for me, starting from the bottom? Shrek, Shrek set two, Shrek the Third, Shrek Forever After. Starting at the bottom is Shrek the Third. Bad, easy, bad film. Next, we have Shrek Forever After. And then for me, and I know this might be different than, than the way that you'll rank them, I have Shrek and then Shrek 2. I think Shrek 2 is my top. Okay. 
Yep. You? I would say um, probably the same. Shrek the Third, Shrek Forever After. One and two are tough. I might like one better. I don't know. Shrek 2 is funny. <laughs> Shrek 2 is funny. Shrek 2 is really good. <laughs> Shrek 1 is a classic. That's tough for me. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go Shrek 1 on top as the best bear, okay. like by like like a half percent. Okay. If I had to give that 100, then Shrek 2 is like 99.5. <clears throat> so next week we're doing um, Puss in Boots. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> um, but I want to say real quick, uh, where was that? I don't know if I can find it again. There's rumors of a fifth Shrek movie. Um, There apparently were going to be five Shrek movies. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think it was rumored for 2022, but I think it's been essentially debunked. Here is on the Shrek wiki. (laughs) What'd you find? Shrek 5 is a 2022 upcoming Shrek film that was announced in July 2016 by DreamWorks Animation for Universal Pictures at what would be the fifth installment in the Shrek franchise. Plot is currently unknown and is scheduled to be released on September 30th, 2022. Hmm. Okay. Following the success of Shrek 2 in 2004, Jerry Katzenberg revealed that the Shrek story had five films. Yeah. Almost from the beginning. I was saying in 2018, it was revealed in a, in a interview that the founder and CEO of, of Illumination say that there are sequels in the works for Shrek and Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I don't really, that's, I don't think, I, I don't know, I don't need it personally. But, you know, hey, you do you. Would you be excited for a fifth Shrek film? Well, you know we're reviewing it. Oh, yeah. If it comes out. Yeah, I know we are. Um, I was going to say something before I was going to say. Oh, well. The rumors it is a reboot. No. No. <laughs> no. That's, that's what's upsetting to you? <laughs> if you're going to do a Shrek 5, just do a Shrek 5. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, just come on. <laughs> um, You got anything else? No. I think I'm I think I'm Shreked out for a while. Yes. Uh, But cool. I'm tired. <sighs> anyway, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please like, follow, whatever you do, review. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. Um, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your brother. Tell your sister. Tell your enemies. I'll make you guys friends. Uh, Black Widow is coming out next week. Mm-hmm. We're excited to see that, get back in theaters finally. Exciting stuff. Um, and then if you have a request for the next series or one-offs, we might do a couple one-offs, mm-hmm. uh, let us know. Let us know what you'd like to see. Um, As always, you can follow yes. us on Twitter at B-I-I-G Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can send us an email mm-hmm. at B-I-I-G Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, you can. And mm-hmm. you can hit us up on the Instagram Yep. at... But is it good podcast? But is it good podcast? Um, Stay beautiful. Everybody, I hope you have a wonderful... Get some sun out there. ...holiday weekend. Um, unless you shouldn't, unless you're not supposed to be out in the sun sometimes. In you which know. case... Don't. Don't, or wear a lot of sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Um, wear a hat. Cool. 
Yeah. One of those big hats. One of those big sun hats. One of those big hat sun hats. Sun hats. Mm-hmm. Mm. What do you What do you do today? I am uh, gonna go eat some barbecue. Yeah. Pulled pork. Yep. I think Pulled we're pork going, sandwich. We're going to my parents' house for a little bit for dinner. Gonna have coleslaw and deviled eggs. Mm. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a dessert. I don't know if it's going to be a cobbler or mm. a cake. It's apple pie. You gotta have you know apple pie this weekend. Uh, so my family has never had apple pie on the fourth. Mm. So neither is mine. So why did you say that? Well, apparently that's like the most American dessert. Apple pie. Yeah, I don't really like apple pie. So see, I'm a cobbler guy. Is it like apple pie in baseball? Like a, you have a to nice have. berry cobbler, like a blackberry cobbler. I wonder if the Braves are winning. Peach cobbler. You can hang out with us for a couple more minutes while yeah. we figure out if the Braves are currently winning their game. The Braves are... On the 4th of July. 0-0. Zero, zero. All right, cool. Well, that's all I got. Anyone been hit by a pitch yet? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, that's about it. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for Black Widow. And, yes, uh, yes. All right. But is it a good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.